This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass in Fairfield, Connecticut. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call 800-339-9252 or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page. You can check out our past shows. Boy, there's some good laughs in there, isn't there, Tony? And you can subscribe to our, our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. That way you can make sure you're always kept up to date with our latest episodes. I know comedy and finance don't always go together, but you got to try. You know, Some of this stuff is real sleeper kind of things. But uh, today's episode is another real barn burner. We're looking at the cost of living adjustment, or COLA, that was announced by the Social Security Administration on October 10th, 2019. I make fun of it because it sounds a little dry, but there is some are some really good pieces in this one. Now, there's an official press release available at ssa.gov. But before we dive too far into this press release, let's welcome the co-host and, well, really the creator of the fun in financial, <laughs> Tony Shore. Well, speaking of fun, were you trying to make a joke there in that intro or I... I... <laughs> I wasn't quite sure what you were working at there, but, uh, and then I have a question for you. I mean, kind of based on that, but uh, did you ever serve time in a Turkish prison? Uh, <laughs> Airplane. Have you ever? Wonderful reference. Have you ever served time in a Turkish prison? Uh, do you like to watch gladiator movies? Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, we're going to have a good show. We were talking before the show. You know, it's going to be a good show when the pre-show preparation is more about the vacation movies with yes. Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo than it is about the financial aspect. <laughs> uh, but no, I know I know you did a lot of show prep before we started chatting about vacation. And you, you're bringing the knowledge. I'm bringing the, uh, uh, I wanted to say antidote, but that's not the right word. You're kind of the antidote to knowledge. <laughs> I am the antidote <laughs> to knowledge. Yeah, that's antidote? I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, anyway, we had a good time there before the show and it's going to be a good show. It's an interesting topic. Uh, but before we get into that, the, the key here, the key question, how are you doing today, Matt? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm sitting here as, as we're recording this, you know, the snow's fallen, which always makes me so relaxed oh, and happy. Nice. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe there's some skiing on the horizon, who knows? And, Ooh. and, you know, like you said, it's that time of year, you know, it's the, tis the season and. Well, when Christmas vacation's on, there's a lot of laughs to be had and all that great time you get to spend with family. So I'm doing phenomenal. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks well, for asking. Yeah, I like I like just, uh, yeah, I love it. The snow's falling outside. You're watching some Christmas movies inside or parades or football, and you're there's baking going on, which is always good. It's a oh, good yeah. thing. And if there are any children in your family or extended family, they're all excited so mm -hmm. it's fun. Uh, I like this time of year. I really do. 
Although the older I get, the the less I like the cold and the snow. Uh, I'll admit. Yeah. Well, I don't have that issue. I still love it. So I know you do. I know it's because I know. you're but super special. There's our special. divide. Yep. But to get it, to get going here. Oh, uh, should we? Yeah, well, why not? We'll 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 do a little we'll do a little edumacating. Yeah, you're so, we're talking about colas now. Yes, I, my cola. favorite cola would be Coke Zero, but uh, we're talking about a different cola. Mine is still classic old Coca Cola. Classic but, Coke. Yeah. But uh, for so for 2020 Social Security and supplemental income benefits they'll increase by 1.6 percent. Uh, 2019 average Social Security check is fourteen hundred six dollars. So the 2020 Cola would add just over $23 a month to that. Uh, in comparison, the 2019 Cola added over $40 a month. Uh, this will impact nearly 69 million Americans, and the adjustment will take place in January of 2020. According to a Money.com article published after the announcement, Social Security is giving seniors a 1.6% raise for 2020. Woohoo. Uh, this raise is on pace with a broad measure of inflation. Um, food prices have risen only moderately. Energy prices have decreased. And that's good news for our retirees who depend on Social Security to cover some of their expenses. Well, that is good news, but I, I get the feeling there's bad news here as well. Oh, don't be such a Debbie Downer, Tony. Well, there is, there is, but uh, it, and it, as it often happens, good news and bad news come hand in hand. So bad news is healthcare costs are outpacing the cost of living adjustment. So according yeah. to a news release, recent news release by the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the consumer price index, September of 2019, overall medical costs rose around 4% over the 12-month period that ended in September. Okay. Uh, so this increase in Social Security isn't likely to cover the potential annual increase in our health care costs. Not on average, as you're looking at 1.6 versus 4, so it Ouch. would seem that way. Yeah. Over time, health care costs consume more and more of a retiree's income. Yeah, There was a 2018 retirement health care cost data report. It was from HealthView Services. You can find it at hvsfinancial.com. The average healthy 65-year-old couple retiring this year can expect to pay over $363,000 in Medicare and supplemental insurance premiums and out-of-pocket costs during their lifetime. That's a pretty steep number. The report also cited that due to inflation, the average couple's annual health care costs when they are 85 years old, it's going to be 170% higher than their first year in retirement. All right. Well, you know, clearly it looks like health care costs, as you said, are going to be a big challenge for most of us in retirement once we hit retirement. So what steps can we take to insulate our income from some of those costs? That's a great question. See, you aren't the antidote to knowledge. Here we go. One way may be to find the right Medicare Part D drug plan for you, for your, what you need for the year. Making sure each year that your Part D plan covers the medications you need could also be valuable because uh, plans often change from year to year and, and the list of approved drug changes with them. Now, making sure that your drugs are covered can be an important step. Well, it's a big one, and that does sound like it's important. Are there other ways to deal with these potential future costs, Matt? Yeah, if you're still working, you could decide to utilize a health savings account, an HSA. Uh, these are often available as part of a high deductible health insurance plan. There can be tax benefits as well because the money that you contribute to an HSA is tax deductible. The investment growth and interest you gain in an HSA is also tax exempt. Any withdrawals for qualified medical expenses are 
also not tax after 65 age 65 funds can be used for any expense so an hsa could be also used for other retirement expenses okay so obviously uh health costs are rising and hsas it sounds like they're a really good uh, tool to utilize here well, yes, but they do have their limits. Uh, I don't want to keep doing this good news, bad news thing. Let's just call this the real news. This will be the realistic check-in piece. There's a maximum contribution amount each year. Of course, you can't be tax-deferred and tax-exempt forever, right? So uh, for 2019, an, ind an individual can contribute up to $3,500, and a family can contribute up to $7,000. There's also catch-up provisions of an additional $1,000 a year available to people that are 55 and older and the catch-up provisions may be a wise tactic that soon to be retirees can utilize especially if they feel that their hsa is underfunded oh so the bottom line is then this 2020 social security cost of living adjustment it's smaller than 2019 and it's possible that you're going to have to examine your current retirement income strategy due to the smaller adjustment the way it sounds yeah, this this smaller adjustment, it may get you a jelly of the month club, but it's not going to put in a new pool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a big difference right there. The old yeah, jelly so of the I, month club. Hey, you know what? That's the gift that keeps on giving. Matt. It sure is. But, you know, I do recommend meet with your financial services professional. Look at potential adjustments or changes that you can make to improve your monthly income situation. So it may include a different Medicare Part D plan or Medigap coverage of some kind. Good news is you likely have some options to address your monthly income and addressing them today could have very positive ramifications for your future income. Right. Uh, big, big impact there. So you really, you need to revisit your plans uh, for your finances and your savings, whether you're 40 years old or 65 or 70. Uh, you need to make sure, and especially if you're in that 50-year-old range, but you need to make sure your plans are adjusted accordingly and get a second look at where you're at or maybe a first look for some out there, and you can do that for them, right, Matt? We certainly can. You know, I talk about it on the show every week. If you're listening to the show, give us a call. Uh, mention the show. There's a no-cost, no-obligation it's complimentary, the consultation. We'll sit down, we'll talk about topics that you heard about here you have more questions about or other topics that you have, uh, questions you might have about how you put a plan together, what you have to do, and we'll help you figure that out. We'll help you, we'll talk to you about what it takes to get that done. So before we go on here, Matt, give our listeners the phone number so they can call and set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. Sure, it's 800-339-9252. All right, and listeners, I want to remind you, you're listening to The Financial Compass. A little reminder for myself as well, Matt. Uh, one, of, <laughs> one of those days, I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, with our host, Matt Brunner. And Matt, good show so far, uh, talking about a lot of things, the cost of living or COLA adjustment for Social Security. And you've already covered the big change, uh, that 1.6% cost of living adjustment. Uh, about 23 additional dollars per month on average for Social Security beneficiaries. What's another change? Uh, well, let's talk. The second change mentioned in the article uh, deals with full retirement age. So for only the 10th time since Social Security was made law in 1935, the full retirement age is increasing. The full retirement age, which is sometimes called the normal retirement age by the Social Security Administration, 
is the age that a worker can receive 100% of their monthly benefit. Your full retirement age determined by the year of your birth. So how big of a change are we talking about here? Years, days, or months? Yeah, so um, 2020, the full retirement age has increased by two months for those born in the year 58 or later. It means anyone born in 1958 will need to wait until they're 66 years and eight months old to receive 100% of their benefit. If they chose instead to file between age 62, that's the earliest age to qualify for the worker monthly benefit, or any time before 66 years and eight months, they'll receive a reduced monthly benefit, reducing the 100%. It's important to remember that if they do, that reduction in monthly benefit is permanent. Yeah. And as with everything, I know timing is important with Social Security, isn't it? Super important. Timing something that should be considered when thinking about filing for Social Security. Absolutely. Also, the SSA has already indicated that full retirement age increases will take place in the future. It's going to increase by two more months in 2021, two more months in 2022. So if you know, most for a good chunk of like Gen X, they're going to they're looking at uh, their full retirement age being 67 uh, if you're born at 67 or later, which is an easy way to remember it. It's not uncommon for many people to think of age 65 as the age of retirement. But for a lot of our listeners, that's not the case. Yeah, I'm a Gen Xer. And uh, so it'll be it'll be 67 and a few months probably for me. I was actually born in 66, so it must start. I think it starts. In, yeah, you'll be 60, I think 68 and 10 months or something like that. Yeah, that's always part of the fun, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, is there any good news in here? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's, let's talk. Uh, it might Well, this one might impact a smaller group, but it's uh, in 2020. Well-off retirees will be able to net each more uh, more each month from Social Security. Maximum monthly benefits increasing by $150. That will bring the maximum monthly total to over $3,000. That increase will provide an extra $1,800 a year for top lifetime earners and contributors. Well, though on the flip side, uh, higher income working adults will see their payroll taxes on earned income. That means wages and salary increase in 2020. So in 2019, the Social Security's 12.4% payroll tax is applied to all earned income between one penny and $132,900. And the top of that range is going to expand to $137,700 137, $137, in 2020. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's an interesting change. And we've been looking at uh, things like the cost of living adjustment and, of course, uh, some of these changes as to when you can retire, when you hit your full retirement age, that's going to get a little older for most people to get that maximum uh, amount. And if our listeners want to revisit anything we've talked about here or past shows, different topics, uh, they can always uh, listen to the episodes on your website, correct? Absolutely. Go to compass-ltd.com and scroll right on down to the radio section of the page and we have past episodes there. Uh, we post, uh, there's quite a few there all the time. Just And you can you can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and subscribe as well. Make sure you get them from there as well. Yeah, and it's been a good discussion so far. Uh, now what, Matt? 
Well, let's continue to dive into that recent Motley Fool article. Next change doesn't affect retired workers. And you may know that Social Security also provides support to disabled workers. And currently there's 8.4 million disabled workers and roughly 1.6 million spouses and children of those disabled workers receiving monthly benefits from Social Security. And as part of their yearly updates, Social Security also adjusts the monthly earning thresholds for these individuals. In 2019, disability benefits could earn up to... uh, $1,220 a month before uh, benefits would be impacted. If that recipient was blind, however, they could earn up to $2,040 a month. Both of those figures will change in 2020. Blind recipients will be able to earn another $70 each month, and non-blind beneficiaries will be able to earn $40 more per month before their their disability income is impacted. So I think we've covered about five of the changes uh, that were highlighted in the article that you wanted to mention. Uh, What's next on the list? Well, first you get a gold star for counting, and then... I can keep track. Yeah, and then the next change deals with those who file early for Social Security. Filing early can have some negatives, most notably the lasting drop in your monthly benefit. Another challenge can be the retirement earnings test. It impacts those who file for Social Security but plan on continuing to work. If you filed before your full retirement age and you make more than $1,520 a month in 2020, the Social Security Administration may withhold some or all of your monthly benefit. This threshold is an increase over 2019 by $50. There's also an increase for the threshold if you waited to to file until your full retirement age. In 2020, you can earn up to $4,050 a month, and that's an increase of $140 over the 2019 threshold. So what happens if you earn more than that threshold? How are benefits withheld? Uh, Like many things, Social Security depends on when you filed. If you filed before your FRA, your full retirement age, the Social Security Administration withholds a dollar for every $2 you earn above the threshold. But if you waited to file until your FRA, you'll only... They'll only withhold $1 for every $3 in earned income. So you get another benefit for waiting to file until your full retirement age there again, too. Yeah. And let's think about the other one. Your benefits are 1.6%. You know, a COLA is 1.6%. If you permanently decrease your benefit, uh, you know, by filing early and COLAs only go up by that, you're you're leaving a lot on the table. So um, you really talk to a financial services professional about timing for for yours. Well, yeah, strategy. you can input things like their their age, their full retirement age, their social security a benefit amount, and it'll show exactly when the best time for them to file is in their oh, yeah. personal situation. And that report is so valuable. I have seen that report, and I know that you'll uh, run it for our listeners if they set up an appointment with you, correct? Yeah, absolutely. You just uh, you get online, go to our go to the color of money risk analysis to fill that out. Uh, and then you, you can get into a portal that'll allow you to get a full social security maximization report. And then we'll sit down and go over the results of that, tell you how to, what that looks like, how it goes and what the best filing strategy for you could be. Yeah. And, and as always, uh, timing is everything. Now that leaves us with one final item from the seven changes to social security in 2020, right? Yes, it does. And that is social security isn't something that you receive just because you're an American citizen. You must work to earn your monthly benefit in retirement. To qualify for those benefits, you need to have accumulated 40 lifetime worker credits and you can earn up to four of these in one calendar year. And let me make this other point. You need to work and pay taxes. 
because there's a lot of people who sometimes think, hey, I work under the table. I don't have to report that income. Well, that's that's unreported income for later in life as well. So I can't tell you. Uh, I had a colleague who really ran into some clients who were in a lot of trouble because they didn't report the proper income. And when it came to Social Security time, they didn't have the credits or the or the reported income to wow. actually qualify for the benefit they needed. Yeah, that's why you do have to report income every year and earn those credits in order to receive Social Security. So if you've been working a cash-only job and not reporting it and not paying in to the Social Security tax, uh, then you're out of luck, right? Yeah, not looking at you, bartenders, but I'm just saying <laughs> sometimes True. it helps to report your tips. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, how do we accumulate those lifetime worker credits? Just basically by working and paying in then is what you're saying. Yeah, they're based on uh, the earned income. For example, uh, $1,360 in earned income equated to one lifetime work credit for 2019. A year's worth of credits came with $5,440 in earned income. Like a lot of the changes we mentioned today, there will be an increase in those thresholds in 2020. So you in 2020, you need $1,410. That's up $50. And for the full year, it's $5,640. So it's up $20 or $200 for the full year. Um, pretty reasonable, even if you're part-time. And I, I got to tell you, in my opinion, the changes are as a whole are fairly reasonable. Uh, however, yeah, they're it's small. important. They're minor. Yeah, it's important to be aware of them because they may impact a lot of retirees, current workers as well. And you know, some of the retirees that are living on very fixed budgets, as something as small as relatively small as twenty three dollars a month can make a huge difference. Yeah. Huge difference. It can. It can. A lot of people uh, want uh, need every dime and are going to use it in retirement. And yep. you don't want that bank account to hit zero before your blood pressure does, right? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. I'm going to steal that one from you, Tony. Oh, yeah. I like that one, too. That's a, I wish I could take credit for that, but that's an old saying. But you don't want to run out of money in retirement, basically, is what that one's saying. But you know sure what? Is. It's been a great show. We're out of time. And is there anything else you want to add, Matt, for our listeners? Maybe tell them how to get a hold of you and set up that complimentary, no-cost, no-obligation consultation. Sure. You can start, you can just call us, which is 800-339-9252, or you can go to the website compass-ltd.com and you start by clicking the top left-hand part of the page. It's the color of money risk analysis. Fill that out, request an appointment. Someone will be in touch with you as soon as possible and get you scheduled. Come in again. There's no cost. There's no obligation. We sit down. It's complimentary consultation. Talk about things like we talked about today, or you'll hear in other shows or, you know, other financial concerns and questions you might have. And then we talk to you about what you need to do to put that into plan, get that plan together. We want people to be able to make sure that they can have that life they want in the future, but they can also have that life they want today. And finding that balance is an important thing to us, and we think there's a great way to get started. All right. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252. 
or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC, Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.